Hey, I'm Lucy Lopez, and this is what Josue has to say. What's up, guy? What is up, guy? Welcome back to what Josue has to say. If you're new here, I am Josue, and this is what I have to say. Today's guest, actually, before we start, I always forget, please subscribe, hit that like button, comment that comment, share the episode, as it does help the episode grow. And if you ain't growing, you're rotting. Today's guest needs no introduction, just from the sound of her voice. That's pretty, that's, that's intense. I am intense. That's super intense. I'm an intense guy. I know, guy. I know. All, all, all the women over 40 have been, told, have been telling me that. Not, all, not only is his beard intense, but my God, this guy is like so intense. Yeah. Bro. I like it intense. Lucy Lopez in the house. Hi, I'm so happy you invited me. I'm so happy you accepted. Yeah, I always <laughs> I love the the surprise look on people's face when I go, "Yeah, I'll go to your podcast." Look, and I'm like, "Why not?" Damn, and I felt special. Over 25, <laughs> you guys spent like 25 years of your life like listening to me. The least I can do is go listen to you, bro. Yes, guy. Pay it forward, my guy. My guy. So you just said 25 years. You were at Par 96 for 25 years. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. 25 years. Yeah. 25 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was the best time of my life. Was it really? Absolutely. I mean, it was filled with lessons that I, that you can't even pay for them at, at any Ivy League college, university. Bro, it 25 was, years. Yeah, the streets. So you know what? I actually had a time lapse, like in my brain, because mm -hmm. I was trying to think. I was like, I remember her voice, like in the school bus, like yeah. in middle school. But I was like, there's no way. Like she was like back then, like so young. So, yeah, and you still look very young. So I'm, I don't, Thank I don't you. want to ask how old you are. I'm no, I don't think you should. Okay. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I just I I did a is that a wasasa? Yeah, it's a wasasa. I have like the nastiest wasasa joke in the world. Was, tell it, please. Do you have to hear this? Yes. I don't know. I feel like everybody's gonna judge me on this joke. I mean, people judge for My anything. My grandmother well would be like, "Si ves una wasasa, es porque hay un perro andando por ahí porque todas las wasasas andan en el culo del perro." <laughs> So I always look for somebody's dog, like whenever I see a wasasa. Wisdom. It might be from my culo, but. Oh my God. <laughs> oh man. That's terrible. Anyway, going back. To That's terrible. Going back to uh, 25 years of Lucy Lopez. Yeah, just, you know, I love it. It was like the best time of my life. The most amazing chapter of this beautiful life of ours. You know, I, th I look at life like a film. You know, obviously there's a beginning, middle, and end, but my film is kind of like a, a Quentin Tarantino meets a Martin Scorsese written by Vanessa Garcia and maybe Tina Fey, directed by Victoria Collado. Like, it's like this giant arrocomango of a life. I and that. I think that my time on the radio was the best years of my life and it was and i know i have more to come but that moment in my life was the best how'd you start how'd you get the gig i made a phone call into the radio station i was in the car and i heard the guys talking crap about hialeah women and i called and i and i got through and wait I, are oh, you from hialeah yeah get the fuck out no you're not are you really okay anyways so <laughs> yeah I am too. I don't know. I was surprised. I didn't think you were from Hialeah. What are you talking about? Have we talked about this? Oh, yeah. This is like my whole chapter. It was like a whole chapter. I was, I'm oh. like raised on 45th and 8th. I was Bruh. raised in the rat trap. Oh, let's go. 46 and Red Road. Oh, yeah. 
We're neighbors. We're basically neighbors. Damn. Okay, continue. Sorry. Are we cousins? Are we? My my dad got around, so Mm. maybe brother, sister, cousins. Holy shit. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I made a phone call in. They were making fun of Hylia girls. I made a call. They picked up. I was incredibly sarcastic with my comment, and I did not know the director of the radio station was in the room. And they go, can you please hold? And they pick, his assistant picked up the phone and was like, can you come into the radio station? We'd like to meet you. And I went into the radio station on a Monday, and on a Friday I was doing overnights, which in radio world, that means you're on from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. Like the graveyard shift type of shit. Terrible. Yeah. I did that for about... Oh, because no one was listening, so they put the newbie on there. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I did that for like three months until our first like staff meeting after I was on air. And I had lost <clears throat> a shit ton of weight because I was working at a magazine. And then I would go do that. And I did that for like four months of my life. I was just like, grind, 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 grind. I'm going to be on the radio. I'm going to be on the radio. And then... <clears throat> sorry. Um, old habit. So then... Yeah, got did that, and they the boss at the time, Kid Curry, was like, "Why have you lost so much weight? What is wrong with you?" Because this is all I'm doing, and he was like, "We need to change that." And they put me on night show, Which and is? the night show is a fantastic <clears throat> shift if you're like a young person in the city with like an active lifestyle. It would be like from six p.m. at the time. It was like six p.m. to midnight. And I did that. And he was like, you need to quit your other job and then come in during the day so you can make up the hours. And it was a wonderful time in radio. I was, you know, walking the halls with people like uh, Bo Griffin and Mark Mosley, who is, these are like radio giants, Neil Rogers, Hank Goldberg, DJ Laz, uh, Zog, Felix Sama. I mean, it's just like a list of these incredible tastemakers that I feel our community may have taken a little advantage of, you know, they're always going to be there. They're not always there. You know, it's crazy listening to you. And cause the voice, you know what I mean? Like sure. I'm watching you, but it's like, this is the fucking voice like that, that I've heard Thank you. my entire fucking life. So it's like, the face is right in front of me. I know I'm kind of having freak out. I don't know if I should hit like a like button on you or something. <laughs> you should. Yes, please. <laughs> Um, how was it working with those guys? Amazing. Yeah. And brutal. So that's really what I was getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Where they, I mean, they're, they're these massive radio guys. It's brutal. It's brutal because I had to like really prove myself to them every second of the day. I was more caught up in impressing the room than I was impressing the listener. And then eventually I understood that my gift was to... By impressing the listener, you impress the, you impress the room? Yeah, but no. I'm going to be real with you. That's uh-huh. not really how it works when you're in that situation. You know, it's you don't learn that till mm-hmm. like way later in your career. So when you're in the building and you share that space with these, you know, mega creatives and just you know mark mosley when i started at power 96 he was the voice of donkey on shrek it wasn't just like eddie murphy like he did the uh, pickups pickup lines for eddie murphy um yeah (laughs) so like you know bo griffin was the first african-american woman on radio in that format in miami on morning drive bill tanner was there like there's so many 
like big giants that you're just like, what do you see in me? You know, and I have this like very thick, highly Miami accent. But it worked. And it and worked. it worked well. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> what did you learn? I mean, in radio, because clearly I'm watching you now and you enunciate well, even though you have the Miami accent. Thanks, dad. It's not, but it's fucking true. I find myself, I, I'm watching some of my clips back and I'm like, I'm slurring. <clears throat> like, Yeah, you do. You know? But you can work like, on it's that. It's like a lazy, like, I don't know. It's, a, it's so, Miami has, you know this, we have different dialects yeah. from everywhere that, you know, whether it's a Hialeah, there's a Hialeah, there's a Miami Lakes tone there's a very big difference right now between an east hialeah accent and a west hialeah so accent you know how to differentiate there's that? yeah there is and there's the kendall accent Going there's on. the westchester there's we have so much of that happening that you have to accept it embrace it and work with what you have because I was, I would be damned if I was like, I'm no longer talking like a girl from Hialeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not fucking happening. Like, this is how I speak. Yeah. This is my tone. And it makes you you at the end of the day. Yeah. And I had a really big issue in the beginning of my career because people would be like, they would call and, and people within our community, <clears throat> get that Hialeah chonga off the radio. And I'm like, first of all, I'm not a chonga. Um, no offense. You never had hoops with Lucy Lopez? Of course I did. But I <laughs> never understood what that meant to everybody else yeah. until you're in it. And they're like, you're a chonga. I'm like, I am? I don't even know. Like, how? What does that even mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. it's uh, I, You embrace the accent and, and you run with it. I don't, I don't want to, like, shy away from who the fuck I am. I completely agree. And, it, I, again, I don't think there's any better product than you authentically yourself. If it stays local, if it grows nationally or whatever the fuck it is, right. why would you want to acclimate and be like everybody else? Right. No, you want to stand out and be in your own, like, respect. That's why it's incredibly <clears throat> important for us now as creatives and specifically Miami born and bred creatives to really take ownership of our creativity because the possibilities of another group of people coming into our city and stealing our so-called croqueta jokes mm -hmm. with no context to the croqueta jokes is a real issue. Like, I take issue with that. Yeah, 100%. Like, I'm going to accept a croqueta joke from you, from Luis Diaz, from, I don't know, Mr. Red, from, even from, you know, Britney Brave. Like, I'll accept it. But as soon as somebody else comes into our hood and tries to pull off the croqueta joke without understanding the nuances involved in that joke... The gloves are coming off. There's... I have issues with you. Yeah. I have hard issues and with I you. And I think it's starting to happen little by little. It's yeah. starting to happen and we have to be really, really uh, concerned. And I say, and look. So I do mean, we this fist is, fight these people? What's your plan? Well, I'm going to meet them at the Pines. <laughs> Pines is an area in Opalaka between the Opalaka Airport and Monsignor Edward Pace High School. Where it's people, a long row of pine trees. Little forest. And you would find everybody there just to beat the shit out of them. <laughs> But we don't do anything because we're more evolved. <clears throat> yes. And um, we've grown. We're, most of us have gone to therapy. We're at most. That's right. the key word. Yeah. Out of two people here, one. Well. And it's not me. <laughs> listen, some of us grow, some of us show. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, so what's up with Power 96 now? Are they clear channel? I don't you know. Have no I, idea? Don't, I don't. How long has it been that you've been on? Um, uh, a year and a half. A year. Oh, so it's recent. Yeah. Yeah. So. The reason I don't know is because I stopped listening to radio and that's kind of leading to my sure. next question. Yeah. What do you think about radio? Is it like print media? Do you think it's dying out? 
So here, here's the, <clears throat> the good and the bad, right? The wonderful thing about radio is that um, some companies are understanding that if they continue to local, local, continue to hire locals, mm -hmm. then the product will grow because the product will be understood and the audience will understand and there'll be an emotional connection. Right. The moment they start outsourcing and running, you know, people from Chicago to do a midday show on a radio station. And when she opens her mouth, she doesn't know what she says. She doesn't even know what she sounds like. And her accent sticks out like a sore thumb. It That's a problem because there's going to be a disconnect and you're going to have the target demo that you're chasing going, who the fuck, fuck is, is this? this bro, bro. <laughs> um, that's an obvious, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that there's hope. There's hope in, in radio. If the powers that be listen to the creators that they hire and understand that there's no content without creativity and without taking risks on your creatives. Absolutely. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, oh, I hate saying that shit. But... Al fin del día. Al fin del día. Algunas veces. You know, <laughs> these people have to pay bills. You know? Yeah. And it's under you understand that it's a business. But <clears throat> once you start losing touch with the community, it's a wrap. It's over. It's a wrap, and the community can see through you. The community understands if you're full of shit or not. Uh, and there are several people right now in the radio game, in what what radio is today, that to me are doing it right, uh, despite whatever challenges they may face in the studio and in the boardroom. You know, I when I'm I'm one of Super Cindy's biggest fans. Like I think this woman, what she does for the community and what she does on air and how she presents herself and how she hustles, that to me, like I love it. I'm like, oh my god, give me more. Like show me everything you're doing. Wait, and who's Super Cindy? Super Cindy's from EDR, uh, 99 Jams. Okay, and she it. is an incredible talent. Oh yeah, 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 yes. Wonderful, yes, yes. and she's a strong black Dominican woman yeah. and. Those are the kind of people that should never leave our city because she adds to the fabric that makes us. Because although Miami, we're, we can be assholes, I think at the end, you know, we, we all come together. We all know what's right and what's wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? Even though we don't know how to drive on the Palmetto, but still. You can't have it all. You can't be perfect. No, you can't That's be perfect. That's the thing, you know. Um, I feel the same way about you, though. I mean, you're another Super Cindy. Yes. 100 yeah. yeah you know i'm different yeah i mean obviously different but right. in your own lane but you have those same characteristics you know yeah, she's amazing she's a really good girl <laughs> that's why i think like when you say oh is like you know is it like print i don't believe it is i think the right people who understand that there's there has to be room for creativity and content will will get it you have to approach radio in a 360 approach it can't just be you know talking up the ramp of a song and, oh, this is a uh, new music by Bad Bunny, Monaco, da 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 featuring Miko. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. There has to be more and there has to be layers to that. You know, if- It's a connection if, with if, the listener. Absolutely. If, yeah. if you're doing that on the radio, then I hope you talk a little bit more about Bad Bunny on your TikTok, on your Instagram stories, mm -hmm. on your feed, do a YouTube page. Do you have a podcast to back up all this knowledge you have on all these artists? Like, everything 
has a 360 approach. It's a brand, yeah. Absolutely. And if you don't understand that, get out. Coño, que inteligente tú eres. Gracias. This fucking guy. I don't think there's any gringos listening to this, so I think... Are you can. sure? I mean, maybe, but I... Who knows, honestly. I actually have listeners in fucking Germany, man. Aww. Isn't that weird? Wiedersehen. Uh, see. Danke. <laughs> Danke. Um, are they Clear Channel owned now? Or Partner 6? Are they still independent? No. They're still independent? No, like, no they're not independent. They're owned by a company. Okay. But, it's but not I don't want to re- I don't I'm wanna... not going to go down that lane. Yeah, because yeah. they're like Voldemort. So. <laughs> can't. The name, the name no, that won't be mentioned. Won't there. be mentioned. Okay. I just don't yeah. want to talk about. Okay. Move past Thank that. you so much. What was the coolest moment? If you had to pick one moment. In Power 96, out of your 25-year career. One moment? One moment. No. No, see? Give me top three. Okay, top three. Okay. Um, I once gave a a woman $10,000 in cash. What? Because she figured out, like, these. we were doing this $10,000 Halloween house thing. And I was hiding in a house in Miami Lakes. And we just gave away... The, what do you mean you were hiding in a house? In so the lives? whole thing was that we would do like the zip code on air Halloween night. Uh-huh. You had to go to the zip code and find me. Okay. So imagine I give a Hialeah zip code 330112, right? And you had to find me in the zip code. And if you found me, you had to say a specific phrase when you knocked on the door and the person opened the door. <laughs> uh-huh. And this fucking woman found me. <laughs> and when she said it, I kind of went... Oh my God, what did you say? <laughs> she said it again. I'm like, you just won $10,000. And that was epic. That was like old school radio thing. And it was it was awesome. The lady was like crying. She had like a disabled son. It was like, you know. Oh my God, one of those. Yanto, grito, whatever. Not one of those. I probably would have started crying too. To I think somebody in our community who actually really wanted to win this money and desperately needed it. Yeah. And it wasn't my money. Here you are, $10,000. So that was really cool. Yeah, that's pretty dope. And I think, in terms of like maybe like my craft, like you know what what I love to do, which is talking to artists and understanding their <clears throat> their you know their playbook, like how they get to where they get creatively, like how do they write the song, how do they come up with it, what makes them tick, um, what's something that they have that the audience can learn or connect with, like having those emotional connections once again with the person I'm interviewing with is really important to me. It's important, yeah. And I think for me, and I know he's not popular, but at the time, um, I had Kanye West in my studio the night before the MTV VMAs that were here in Miami. And he rapped graduation from beginning to end live on the radio. And I had to go to commercials and I wouldn't go to commercials. And my hotline was ringing and my boss, the girl that would answer my phone. Wait, what do you mean you it wouldn't go to commercials? Like the system? Wouldn't? Like I had to go to commercials. You ought, you manually hit right, the button hit, to hit. go. And I just wouldn't because I'm like, I'm not going to interrupt Kanye oh, West. Oh, got you, got you, got you. Okay. He's rapping an entire album. Yeah, yeah. And my intern... Um, Laura was like looking at me through the double glass going, pick up, pick up, they're on the phone, they're going to kill you. And I'm like, picking up, deal with it. And so she's dealing and, and Kanye is like rapping live. Bro, if you cut Kanye off, yeah. I, that guy will never show his face again, I think. In, yeah. in, and then he thanked me at the end of that. And that was sweet. Why, because he noticed? Um, at the end, he goes, how much in trouble are you right now? And his people were just looking at me and I go, 
probably going to get suspended. And he was like, no, you're not. That was the best. That was the realist. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. It was. So, <laughs> yes, it was. It was, it was fun. That was something that I loved. Do, like th- Those are moments that I love or, or having a conversation with Tiesto. And, you know, I grew up in the 90s. So I went to like all these clubs. I saw people like Oscar G come up and Tiesto wow. and Edgar V and these house music godfathers that started here in Miami. And I went to their clubs when I was 16 because I had a fake ID and that's what you did. Go see a show. Um, and then... About three years ago, I for Ultra, I uh, Tiesto song was really big. Let's get let's get down, let's mm-hmm. get down to business. And I reminded him of some show that he did here in Miami, and I remember just his eyes like lighting up. And I go, "Do you remember that they used to put like construction signs on ninety five Tiesto Club Space one a.m.?" I don't remember that. And no, I asked him that, oh. and he was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you remember that." That's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you remember? He's like, those are little moments that I love, that I appreciate. That make, that make it, yeah, the Those details. are music, like if you're a music <clears throat> geek, like I love, I love like all that stuff and I want to bring it to the table and I want to share that with the artist. And I think it's fun for the listener to tune in and find out how he came up with that song. What was the beat like? What was it like hanging out with Daft Punk? You know, how did he feel about Aviche? Like those are conversations that... I think are are lacking in that world and for me personally I only get that that high of learning about an artist in that way when Howard Stern does an interview straight up really why what is it about him because Howard Stern does interviews in a very therapeutic way where it's almost like you're sitting in on a conversation between the artist and his therapist and it's very true yeah, he doesn't he pushes as far as he can he lets off the gas a little bit and then he b- circles it back yeah. and he gives you what you really want to know about the artist. And there's magic in that, yeah. you know? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking like about. Like when he first got into Lady Gaga, like for me listening to it, it's kind of like, I'm talking too much. You know, like when somebody, you know, You've been people, drinking caffeine since 8 a.m. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You know how people love the like some people who like Yankees and then they go to the Yankee game and they're telling off the Yankee player and they're like fuck yeah. you Yankees yeah, 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 but yeah. they they cry when the Yankees win. Yeah. Like that's how I feel about Howard Stern. Like I'll be like oh now you're into Lady Gaga. Oh now we're listening to Lady Gaga and then he does this masterful introduction and you'll cry. And I'll cry. <laughs> Because it's epic. Like, I'm a nerd like that. So. But he is a master at his craft. He's so beyond. Yeah. And I beyond. think he's underrated, to be honest. Like he's just kinda like he has this Genesis Qua thing. You know what I mean? Like he knows what he's doing and he's so calm, cool, collected about yeah. it. But he's he's doing his he has like he's playing chess with you, but you don't notice he's playing chess with you. So it's funny because I think that maybe your generation and my generation feel that way there's a whole whole new generation that doesn't even understand how great he is and kind of change and i understand that but i wish if they just took two seconds to like have that conversation or to like just listen in they would they would understand it yeah i've been listening to howard's home 16. He's uh he's definitely one of the iconics. Like right, he's a badass. Yeah. That guy is una bestia. Una bestia. Una bestia con ropa. Una bestia con ropa. Sí. Um, 
So, Lucy, you moved on from Power Six, and now you have your own podcast. Yeah. Mamacita Riga. Yeah. Cuéntame de Mamacita Riga and its, its inception. Thank you. And what it's doing these days. Yeah. I want to keep it under 30 minutes. And that's just based on 25 years of knowledge that I got under my belt. So I want to keep it under 25 minutes, and I want to talk to women and men um, about their journey. Um, I really believe that we can learn from each other. I truly truly believe that whether you and i are, are on the same boat or feel the same way about a topic or differently and you might be like no i voted for this guy because of this and i could be like but i want to learn from you i want to learn how you how you got to where you got. i feel that other people can benefit from that conversation so i've interviewed you know in my opinion, TikTok's favorite teacher, Natalie Stewart, Marcela Paguagua, who is like an, a, a very well-known Miami actress. If you're in that world, you know who she is. But if you're not, now you're going to learn about her. And when you see her, you're like, damn, I know how she come up, came up. I know what she's doing. Oh, she got that gig with uh, Alamar Cosmetics finally. I feel that if I form a network of people that inspire other people, I will somehow, in my bruja way, encourage... Tu eres um, bruja. Excuse me? Tu eres bruja. I feel like in my bruja way... <laughs> yes. Damn, spooky season. Full effect. Cue the lightning. <laughs> I feel like... I don't know. I can create some kind of network of everybody like looking out for each other or cheering for each other. And as Miamians, we get really... Um, skeptical of each other yeah and we're like oh damn there's definitely not a lot of camaraderie this, this guy is shady miami shady yeah. miami esto miami lo otro and i really feel that it's lack of people uh maybe like us we're mm -hmm. just like no bro come here let me introduce you to everybody you know because there's a little bit of spotlight i mean there's a big spotlight on you because you have the whole tiktok world and that whole world that i am terrified of why um I, it's scary okay but i feel like uh because China. I'm just uh, well, China. It's called China. 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 That guy in his vagina neck. Yeah, it's well. It's epic. Have, have you seen uh, Mitch McConnell's vagina neck? That one's. Mitch McConnell looks. Like a dried up vagina. Not like a dried up. I've seen like dried up vaginas. A 95 year old dried up. <laughs> wait, wait a second. <laughs> he looks as if somebody <laughs> suckled on a cow's udder. <laughs> For so long and just stayed there and then put glasses on it. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> I don't even know if to cut this out or leave it. You <laughs> need to leave that shit in. Uh, no, I meant me fucking dying of laughter. Oh, you um, need to leave that in. We're having a human connection, Papa. I guess you're right. Take another shot. Okay, this is Kalua, by the way. No, it's not. I wish. Yeah, well, I can't believe you didn't bring any. Well, I'm sorry. What's it's 1 p.m. I don't know. Can I didn't send somebody think. to the, the hotel you know, bar. I've, I've never drank on my podcast. Oh my god! Just haven't done it. Next time there'll be a, there'll be a part two. Just like we'll, a little. We'll we'll shoot the. We'll call it not the drink champs. <sighs> yeah, exactly. I love those guys. We're not the drink champs. We're not the drink champs. We're not we're, drinking. We're better. Oh no! Don't say that. I know. Don't say no, that. No, no. You gotta, you gotta stroke your own ego, man. See, if, if you don't do it, who's gonna do it? I love them. They're oh, good yeah. guys. Have right. you met them? I have not met them. Well, I'm gonna introduce you. See what I did well, there? I'll hold you to that. There you go. It's happening. It's happening. Um, 
I completely forgot after Mitch McConnell. That's it. What the, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> what the fuck Align? are we talking about? Line, do you remember? <laughs> You're a director. Yeah. Way to fucking go, Alain. How dare you? Holy shit. That's fine. Um, oh, Mamacita Rica. Yeah. <clears throat> so I want to keep it under 30 minutes. I'm talking. I want to create this network of people who yeah, are agree. just. Dude, like, I feel that 100% of my success, number one, I owe it to God. And number two, I owe it to the community. Yeah. I owe it to sure. regular day people on their way to work or on the way home from work because I did afternoon drive for a really long time and who connected with me, whether it was me, you know, front selling a new Britney Spears song and calling her Tetika Spears <laughs> or, you know, just me imitating Melania Trump or, or just me having a comment about today's weather. Like I, I, ha I always knew in my heart that somebody either snickered, laughed or even say, I can fucking pass out. Like, that to me, music <laughs> music to my ears, give me more. Yeah. Dale, like, love it, love it. The more they hated on me, it was like, to me, candy, because I eventually met these <clears throat> haters. You know what I mean? I've met like three of my haters. And they're different in person, I bet. And when they meet me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's how they are, bro. Kitty cats. See, Kitty Everyone's cats? a keyboard warrior. Until, Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Twitter first came out, oh my God. I was like, am I going to have to delete Twitter? But, you know, they don't know my faith. They don't know my my circle. They don't know you. They yeah. don't know me. They don't know, like, how tight my circle is. Hey, now. <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So when you meet them and they're looking at you like, oh, my God, I could not stand your accent. I'm like, it's funny because we sound the same. <laughs> it's true. No, absolutely. Sounded the same. People are the worst, man. And then they'll also judge you for like one thing you say. Like, yeah, that's that's your entire. That was it. That's who you My are. Entire, yeah. And that's it. And it's like, you Let, don't know anything let, about me. Let's what forget that like a month ago, I put together a whole drive <clears throat> yeah, of yeah, collecting yeah. No, that never food, existed. That never existed. Water. You're a horrible human being. Went to fucking neighborhoods in Little Havana <laughs> delivering water after a hurricane to the old people. Where were you? Oh, I know where you were. You were having fucking beers at Flanagan's. Yes. Shut the fuck up. Yes. 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 <laughs> Trust me, I'm on the same, the same boat, the same fucking boat. Um, the Mamacita Riga podcast. Mm -hmm. Your, what's your end game? Like, what do you, where do you? I see want it, it to be a talk show. A talk show. Yeah, I want a talk show. But your growth wise, where do you want to want to take it? Where do you want to say just keep it local? To the moon, Jerry. To, to the, the moon, fucking moon, Jerry. <laughs> okay, no, it's definitely important, man. I like there's there's not a lot of camaraderie in Miami. There's a lot of pinning people against one another. and It's fucking terrible. It, it is terrible. By the way, what shampoo do you use? Because my friend Angie wanted to know. <laughs> this is my ADHD. It's, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's from Walgreens. So it's probably like a $6 shampoo. Angie, it's from Walgreens. It's Walgreens. When you enter. Okay. And in the second shelf. Second question. Do you, is your hair long because you're making a promesa? No, yo no soy santero. Okay, oh, I'm just asking. <laughs> How did this switch? So I have like five people in my life who all of a sudden are santeros, and I'm like, love you. Oh my God, amazing. Congratulations. That's a big commitment. But I wondered if you were doing like una promesa. No, you're not going to get on your knees and walk to the front of the Mirta Caridad. Bueno, si me un día, if I'm walking okay. on my knees, it's because I'm walking out of space, not because <laughs> I'm doing So the promesa. long hair is, is something that. Yeah, I just okay. decided to. Rock Do you have it. a girlfriend? 
I have a Holy fuck, shit. man. <laughs> Why is this? No, no, we're turning this back around. Wait, I see what you're doing. No, no, no. But is it a you, you're a girlfriend? You're straight, gay? What's going on no, here? No, straight. You're straight. Okay, and what is, what's her name? Why are you in the? I just want to know. Because, I, yo, we gotta go, man. We gotta wrap this no, up. No, no, because I asked the Mamacita Rica community. She um, it's a little complicated situation. Um, Got it. She have kids. She has a husband. Oh my gosh, you're the other Jerry, one? Jerry, Jerry, que pasa el desgraciado? Ay, que pasa el siguiente acusado? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You're the other guy? No, bro, she doesn't have a husband, but it's, uh, it's a little complicated situation. Damn, Lucy, why'd you do me like this, you man? You deepo sucio, you. Lucy just fucking... I love it. <laughs> Wait, let me ask you something. Is this someone that fulfills you mentally or physically or both? Both. Both? Yeah. What does she do for a living? You don't have to throw I her under the bus. I can't. Okay, what does it'll she study? Be, it'll be very obvious. What does she study? I can't divulge anymore. <laughs> what does she study? Why is this happening Why? Because right your, now? your inner circle has no idea that yeah, you're stooping her? Yeah. This is fantastic. Homegrown. Lucy did me dirty right love now, it. dog. Love it. Love Come it. No, no. I'm going to ask you because the cuarentonas are asking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bueno, pero todas cuarentonas to sign my DMs. A bunch of them do anyway. Let me ask you Are you doing the, the stand-up circuit? Are you doing stand-up? I'm not a comedian, man. I mean, I say jokes, whatever, a little video here and there, but I'm not a comedian. Like, I'm not. I know, like, I know. You're, you're, you're an observant. I, yeah, I get it. You yeah. observe everything. You have an opinion. Your opinion is solid. Like, you, you don't deter. I get it. I see your stuff. I listen to your stuff. It's awesome. It's very good. Yeah, that's why I'm here. If not, I wouldn't waste my Thank time. Thank you. I went to one ep- one other podcast. Bro, my heart was like. Yeah. Leave like- that all in. <laughs> No, I will. I won't take it out. Don't take it out. Why would you take it out? I won't take it out. It's like perfect. I'm I getting to know you. We're having a human. <clears throat> you know what? Actually, it's been maybe like twice that I've ever like edited things out of my. I always leave everything in. So, I can only take it. Fly a kite. Salameta. Well, I don't think I can tell some tan grosero, but yeah. You know. I got it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Are you doing good? This whole thing? Yes. Yeah, Going. It's going better than I expected, which is, you know, key and was better than like, yesterday, which is also key. Right. Yeah. That's very AA of you. Well, you know, Miami. Right. Alcoholic. That's why I didn't bring you. I really thought you were going to bring champagne. No, I'm sorry. For the next one. Okay, fine. You were asking me? Bobby, I forgot. I don't know. You, you threw me a fucking a curveball with that shit. That's a shame. Yeah, man. I see the thing here is, and mm-hmm. I, I like this is going this direction because you just fucking like threw it off. No one ever asks me anything back. It's always like, you know, what I mean? we engage in dialogue, but it's usually directed at the guest. Sure. So the last thing I was expecting was for you to like inquire about my shampoo. You know, why wouldn't I want to learn about you a little bit more? Know. I think that sometimes what we share about each other on social media, some of it is actually real life shit. Like the last post I did was taking my daughters to go see Taylor Swift <clears> at the <throat> movies. We had a real life conversation with my kids where I'm like, mommy, no tiene dinero para ir a Taylor Swift. ¿Qué es eso? We're not doing all that, but we can go to the movies and I'm going to get you XD seats and we're going to go at three o'clock and then after we're going to have pizza and then we're going to go have gelato. And I made it like a thing, you know, that's real life. What I shared on social media, but I'm not going to share everything else. You know, there are th- some things that I hold back and I'm sure you as, do that uh, as well. I hold everything back because it's nobody's business. Sure. Even from my friends, mm-hmm. not my friends. I don't. I don't hold purposely hold things back. But there's just things you don't share. Yeah, you know we had I mean? this 
this little banter back and forth on social media not too long I ago so, where yeah. you were like, I don't want to share everything with everybody. And is that because maybe growing up, you were like, am I going to share this? What's going to come of it? Is somebody going to criticize you? That's a lot of it too. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to get back. Right. So why, if it's going to be met either on dead ears or with negative feedback, what's the point, you know? I got that. Okay. Like, and then, uh, what, does it does it bring value? Is, is sharing, you know, certain aspects of your personal life with X, Y, and Z people, mm-hmm. whether it's the public audience, your personal friend, is that going to bring you any value? Nine, nine out of ten times, it's not. Wait a minute. My friend. So you have a gift. What do you mean? You have a gift. You have the gift of this communication. All over the place. You have a gift of communication. Okay. You have a gift to make people laugh and smile sure. and look at different things from a different point of view. Different angles, yeah. And that's wonderful. That's one of the main reasons why I'm here today. Thank you. I like how you think about things. You think them through. Um, one of my favorite most of the time, moments on well, most of the time. One of my favorite <laughs> moments on your TikTok was when you talked about man, the man, manscape. Manscape. Oh, the manosphere. Manosphere. Yeah. I love what you had to say. Thank you. Because I mean, some of them use that. that. Some of them use. Some men use that as a band aid, right? But to hear from another man, it's important. Oh, it's validating for women like me. Well, it's the truth. You know, why would anyone right that sees that and has a platform not speak? But the fact that you recognize that that's a power you have, believe it or not, over somebody as seasoned as me, is magic. Oh, thank you, Lucy. That's very kind. And you need to know that. That's why I'm saying. Whoever invalidated you in the past is your superpower today. And when you're out here and you might overshare just a little bit, that humanizes you to your audience. And that's what makes a great talent. The ability to connect with somebody on emotional levels. Relatable. Yes. Okay, my chef's kiss. Thank you. This is why, this is why. This is why the Lucy Lopez. (laughs) Thank you, Lucy. So that was very kind. Yeah, man, I mean it. What else? Um, you mentioned kids. Yeah. Alain, can I have water? Damn. You mentioned kids? Yeah. How's that changed into motherhood? From little Lucy Lopez that started Power 96 25 years ago. I think motherhood for me is... How did it shape you, really, is what I'm asking, I guess. Shape me. Yeah. Oh man, he took out his ponytail. This is serious time. <laughs> um, motherhood. I, you know, like uh, when when you're in sales, uh, there's that term added value. Uh huh. It just like it increased my property value, if you will. Like it made me more expensive. It, well, of course, because and it, and you it have just more mouths to feed. It's just, <laughs> it's unbelievable, <laughs> but. My children, to me, are the most, uh... Okay. Okay. Where did he get this from? There's a little refrigerator outside. No, you just... I dream of genie. I don't you? know, bro. <laughs> I don't know about this establishment at lo, the current lo, moment. Lo de la casa. What is this, Casaloo? 
I gotta drink this. I just need like, something to refresh my boca. My boca. Don't have the angels in stock of the, the, the back room. Damn. Ay, Lucy found a way to get us to drink during the podcast. She's going to ask me more vulnerable questions. Echai, Terrible. Casa Ping. This episode is sponsored by Casalu. Casalu. It's not actually. I can't, but why? you get me their number and let's, let's do this thing. Cut it. 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 I don't know, man. My kids are awesome. They make you smile, though. So. They make me smile. They make me, they challenge me. I have a middle schooler and one that's about to be in middle school next year. I'm a, and when Amelia was born, my firstborn, right. I always tell her this. I didn't realize what love was or how much, like, it's like I see her to and I still get like, oh my God, what are you doing? And how is school? And tell me this. And who did you have lunch with? And what happened in your grade? And what was drama like today? And um, what time am I picking you up? And what do you want for dinner? It's still like that with her. And then there's moments where I'm like, I'm going to get you and I'm going to fucking squeeze your head off until you bleed and die. Have you found yourself turning to your mom? Uh, yes. Yeah, I happens. have moments where like I scream completely like, nonsense shit at them um and it all has to do with communism so <laughs> like she'll say something and i'll be like well that's very that was very communist of you um they're great my children are amazing every day i thank god that i i met my husband yeah and we did the things that we did have sex and took procreate i mean them. amazing sex <laughs> but how we how we took our time well we really didn't take our time i mean we met and like in three months i got pregnant after we met and then we got married after the second one was born yeah what the fuck are you talking about gave it time it was like but when we i remember our first date and i remember <laughs> telling him like look i know that you think that this is gonna be on show it is this is a show i'm a lot i'm a sagittarius get out of my studio right now Get the fuck out of there. Trash a terrorist. What are you? Scorpio. Oh, my God. Ah. Oh, my God. You're such a pain in the ass. That's how I feel about you people. But Thank you. Funny. No, you guys are fun. Who hurt you? I was Sagittarius. What was her name? No, fuck that bitch. What was her name mm -hmm. and what part of Miami did she live in? I could tell you everything about her. Voldemort. <laughs> what her part name. of Miami did she live in? Kendall. Yeah. Those Kendall Sagittarius. Yeah, man. Bro, because let me tell you something right now, Josue. Let me tell you something. Mm. I know, I'm looking for like a man. And then the next day she's like, I'm leaving to Cancun. Bye. <laughs> did she do that shit to no, you or did she, she go to Tulum? She went to Summer Splash in Vegas mm -hmm. to get a train run on her, most likely. 
Don't say that. Just you don't kidding. have to like say that shit about her, bro. You're not that guy. You're better than that. But she did it. Why are you getting me drunk? She ain't, <laughs> she never, nothing like that happened. Don't take that away. And by the way, if she did, fucking great. Yeah, Wonderful. I hope you have fun. You guys weren't meant to be together. I heard that. Was she Hispanic? Tupido, see. Cuban? Cubana. No, okay. yeah. No, half. Was she? She was Cuban. Yeah, she was Cuban. 100%? Yeah. Okay, yeah. We're, we're a bit. We're a bit much. <laughs> was she Sagittarius? Yes. Yeah? yeah? What month? November? December. December what? I don't remember. December something. We're December Sagittarius. We're fucking terrible. Say <sighs> Diablo. Song of Diablo. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. I was watching Taylor Swift perform. She's a Sagittarius too. And I'm watching her and I'm like, she's That's so fucking dramatic. That's why you hate her too? How could you hate <laughs> her? Kidding. Taylor Swift is amazing. She gives me Oprah vibes. And I've always She's found Oprah, Oprah to be terrifying since I was a child. Listen, Oprah is a little terrifying because she knows a lot. I don't know, bro. She knows a lot. She's scary. I feel like she's like, I don't She know. knows a lot. Y cuando una persona sabe demasiado, como diría mi abuelo, cuando una persona sabe demasiado. Demasiado. Pégale ojo. Y todo el mundo le pega ojo a Oprah. Sí, es verdad. Pero tampoco así, papo. Es you're verdad. bigger. By the way, you're at a higher vibration. Okay? She we did don't, not bring out the fucking higher vibration. We did not come here to, to talk lo- bad about your ex-girlfriend who had a little bit of a slutty past. <laughs> Let that bitch li- live. She needs to leave your energy immediately. I don't Let even her understand. Go. Did you do the despojo? Did you do some Reiki after she, she left? Got, me metí en el mar ahí with a bunch of fruta y le hice una ofrenda ahí a Changó. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, okay. she's out. She's out. Good. Pero Good. la espina queda, tú sabes. I no, understand. Donde hubo oh, fuego, ceniza queda. Tra, tra. <laughs> Now we're going to perrear. <laughs> cue, the, cue the bad bunny. <laughs> I'm happy that she she did that for you. Chica, me vas a emborrachar ya. She's like, bro, this is nothing, bro. Frena. <laughs> I have to do, I have to work. Dale, you're not worrying. Good. You, you want me to write you an excuse? No, I'll sign it please, and everything. Please. Casalu came in clutch. Casalu. Meta ahí el marketing. Dale por ahí para allá. Ya se olvidó ya lo que. We're talking about parenting. Listen, at the end of the day, being a parent is the bomb. Okay. I learned so much from those kids. So I won't have kids. They're. No, you're gonna I, have. I, you're I, eventually no. gonna have kids. No, I do. I want three to be honest. I got three kids. You want three boys? Nah, two girls, one boy, or two <sighs> boys, one girl. Whatever. My husband says that being a girl dad is the best thing in the world. Yeah, but girls to suck on the kind of man because they're like cute in the beginning and then you know. Mm-hmm. Well, the 13 year old this morning uh, was getting ready because she had, to, even though they don't have school today, she had to go to school to do some like workshop for science and whatever. And my husband goes to her. Uh, Hey, make make sure you make your lunch and and she goes. She goes. I've already added the protein that you wanted me to add to the sandwich, okay? And there is fruit, Papa. And Gino's like, I don't know whether to slap her. Like, so much attitude in like <laughs> lunch age. making. That's it's <laughs> lunch making. I was like, what those is are that? the hormones, bro? It's terrible. You don't remember when you were that age? I do. I was a little terror too. I was an asshole. Yeah, so was I. Complete. I was a little. Devil. My dad, my dad is a Vietnam vet, so he has a PTSD. Mm-hmm. And let's just say his anger was, was and is out of control. Hi, dad. And um, <laughs> one day my dad comes home from work, and I'm li- I'm sitting in the living room with me, my brother, my brother's girlfriend, and my sister, and I'm eating this giant red apple on the couch. Mm. My dad goes, 
my dad uh, is from the Bronx. He's like, hey, what, what you eating there? And I go, una cebolla, bro. You called him on sana cebolla? Just to fuck with him. <laughs> oh, like sarcastic. Sar I'm eating una cebolla. <laughs> Why? And he goes, get the fuck in your app. My brother was like, why do you even do that? Like, why do you test him? I'm like, but did it make you laugh? And he's like, yes, it did. But now you're in fucking trouble. I would have given you una cebolla to eat. Is that una cebolla? No, my dad was a beast. Yeah. Beast. How old is he? My dad? Yeah. Uh, like in his late 70s already. Okay, so yeah, un viejo tronco. He's just a badass. Yeah, one of those old, he's Cuban, right? Yeah, Cuban. Yeah, Cuban. Old timers. Um, yeah, like when... His family came to Cuba. It was uh, came from Cuba to the United States. Didn't come to Miami, just like my parents, mm. my mother's parents did. They went to New York. So they, my grandfather had a cleaners business here in Miami. I mean, in New York and then in Cuba as well. So they were at the beginnings of like, oh, we could do this. We can have our farm in Cuba and have a city life in the United States. And they had dual citizenships. And and then the revolution ha happened and everything went to shit. Wah, wah, wah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, so speaking of New York, mm -hmm. how do you feel about the elephant in the room? Like New Yorkino taking over, guy. I don't think New Yorkers are taking over. You don't think they're taking over? No, I don't. I don't, I don't think anybody. So here's going back to radio. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I learned in my career is that uh, people from out of town always assume that they can like body Miami. Nah, man, I'm gonna get to Miami, yo, yo, in my Timberlands, <laughs> walking the streets, blah, 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 brick, like all that. <laughs> brick. That does not work here. Like it doesn't work here. Like it's beautiful. Like oh my god, you try, cute, keep it walking. You know what I mean? Like we Miamians are the stars of the movie. Celebrities are not. Like, I find it hysterical when I see all these people like, oh, and David Beckham was here, and Victoria Beckham was there, and Kim Kardashian this. And it's like, and if they would only know that the $2 slice of pizza, Polo Norte, is the star of the 305. Damn. If they only knew, and that is the magic in the Magic City, is that the fluff, the, the insides of the cake is what makes us so badass. It's not the celebrities. I remember back in the night when Madonna and Sylvester Stallone lived here and they tried so hard to take over the streets for us. And we were just like, nah, bitch. <laughs> that ain't happening. This is our beach. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just, I find it funny. That's why in the beginning of this podcast, I said, we really need to be careful who is taking over the creativity? Who is representing us? You know, um, it's it's like it's our duty. You it's, know, it's a, it's our duty, our local. Absolutely, voices. it is our duty. Because some head honcho is going to want to take over and try and shape the city to right. whatever they see fit. Right. But at the end of the day, it's our city. It's our home. So Absolutely. It's up to us to take those reins. Absolutely. You know, and it's up to <clears throat> us to inspire future generations to continue. Mm -hmm. Um, on the path of success creatively. I mean, we're creatives. You and I are not here to like, yeah, we can have a whole conversation about Suarez and Fulano de Tal oh, and Cava and all that. We can we can disagree. We cannot, mm -hmm. but uh, we're creatives. Let's, yeah. let's put that out there. Um, and we have a personal duty. There are a lot of things happening in our city 
uh, with creatives that were born and bred here who are being pushed out of the fucking picture. And we have to be aware. We have to give each other's heads up. There was a specific Halloween haunted mansion thing that happened here in Miami where I was like, esto tiene peste comunismo. Um, <laughs> not literally, but it was just like not. I was like, "There's something up. This doesn't. This doesn't look right." But which one? The one in Miami Springs? The I rather not disclose. And just tell me after. And a bunch of creatives. One in particular uh -huh. got on his social media and was like, "Do not go to this." And you want to know something? He was the right one to say that mm. because he is someone in that world of drinks and food that I wholeheartedly trust. Good. You know? I'm glad he did. And when he did that, I was like, I was fucking right. I even sent him a message like a crazy person. Like, I'm so happy you said that because when I got the email, I was like, this shit is funky. And he was like, it was, he goes, I went to make sure that I wasn't going crazy because it was everything opposite that they were selling it to be, you know? Miami um, scammy. And I think that, yes, <clears throat> Miami scammy. But we need to be able to let each other know like, hey, don't work with these motherfuckers. And that's where the Mamacita Network comes in, bringing us all together to stay united, baby. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's all you did there. Nah, ya, chica, ni uno más. Just one more. Bye. Don't be un fresco, bro. What is wrong with you? You're going to go variety. <laughs> Definitely got it up. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're going to go home? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen to you. You're a lightweight? You're not a lightweight. No, I'm not a lightweight. Don't you do mushrooms? Yeah. How's that? Amazing. What do you, microdose? <laughs> Micro, macro, what's the difference these days? There's a big difference. Yeah, I know. It's 10 years of therapy in four hours. What are you doing? Well, lo que se mantoje. If one day me levanto, I'm like, oh, micro. Or un día, I'm like, you know what, guy? Let's unleash the demons today. You unleash demons, what? but you don't, do you do coke and stuff? <clears throat> no. I thank God. ¿Qué clase de pregunta es? Mami, hey, no le hagas caso a ella. What? <laughs> My mom. Bro, on New Year's <laughs> Eve, show your mom una, una, a line of Perico on New Year's Eve para que tú veas. Perico. Good, don't do drugs. <sighs> no, nah, bro, those drugs de drug days are behind me. Miami kids, bro. You know, space know. till 7 in the morning type of thing. Right. Pero ya, uno so 7 or get there at 7? No, no, no. Something I because, would do. Uh, no, bro, because when the sun comes out, it's They're like... They're so ugly. <sighs> They're rats. They're rats. Sewer rats. There's a lot of souls in there that need so much help. Yeah, so he much healing, help. healing. They're at a lower vibration, sweetie. A hard lower <laughs> vibration. I don't know. I think I'm going to go cleanse myself. My, my ex from Kendall. <laughs> Wink. Terrible. Did she stay in Vegas or she came back to Miami? I don't know about that woman. Does she it's follow you on TikTok? I don't know if she does, to be Yeah, honest. she does. You know she does. Don't, don't lie to me. She follows you. Maybe she does. She does. Sufre perra. <laughs> Did you hear something? <laughs> oh, sufre perra. Make a t-shirt like that. That's funny. Martha, Martha of Miami, make me a t-shirt. Que diga, un t-shirt que diga, sufre perra. perra. No, 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 no me lo robe. I'm making that one. Done too late. Okay, well. Um, Lucy, amazing. Thank you so much. You've been... That's un, it? Un cacabez. Sí, chica, una hora. All right, later. Tú no dices que tú es media hora. Let me see what time it is. Yeah, it was an hour. Okay, you see, yeah. Mamita, yeah. studio time. You pay for this? Yes, guy. No, just kidding. I own the building. Okay. Surprise. I believe you. Okay. Thank you. Why not? Lucy, eres un cacaoid. Thank you. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Plug your plugs. Say your stuff. Whatever outro you want for the peeps to follow you, to find you, to listen to Mamacita Rica. What platforms? You know the drill. 
Um, hmm. Follow me on IG at the Lucy Lopez um, and check out my podcast right now on Spotify. It's the Mamacita Rica podcast. And yeah. What else do I have to say? There are any events coming up? Let me see. No, I have things, but I can't talk about the things that are coming up right now. I signed an NDA for the first time yesterday. Damn. That was terrifying. I was like, okay. I got, you got to sign one after this, though. I know. No, just Wait, I want to say something like, I want to... Uh... Oh, yes. In the great words of Willy Chirino. Lo que está para ti, nadie te lo quita. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, please like, subscribe, share, do all the things, as I said previously. And that's it. That's all the time we got for today. And as always, have it yourselves a good day. Y no se vendan con nadie para que nadie se las meta. Have a good one.